Hey everybody, this is Nick Mayhew, three-time gold medalist and three-time world record holder, and you're listening to Power 98.5. We don't play the social game. We are social. Power 98.5. You're listening to Power 98.5, powered by United Angels Dream, your number one resource for public relations, entertainment, and multimedia. Contact them today at unitedangelsdream.com. Hi, this is Dan Aykroyd. He's progressive. He's beautiful. He's thoughtful. He's intelligent. He's powerful. He's positive. He is Stephen Cuoco on Power 98.5 Satellite Radio. Empowering listeners from the U.S. to the U.K. Live on air with Stephen Cuoco. I know I normally have a usual track that I usually play beforehand. I absolutely love created by my good friend out in England, Hus Rajip. But today, because of Clayton James, uh, as you all know, best recognized in many featured projects, shows, films, we've got a lot to talk about here. So if you haven't gotten a memo, which you should have because my team has been working diligently getting the word out there about, you know, Clayton James. So Clayton, he's carved out a respectable career, not only in Vancouver, but throughout North America, working on fan favorite CW shows, which is one of my favorite networks, Superman and Lois, Legends of Tomorrow, and the recurring role on the terror on AMC and appearing in the feature film Power Rangers. He continues to show his on-screen charm as a leading man in movies such as Christmas on a Menu and Love and Where to Find It, just to name a few. He's also got a golden gem he's going to drop with us today. Just found out some really great news. I'm going to have him him share it. It's his news. Uh, And, you know, without waiting any longer, Clayton, welcome to Live On Air with Stephen Cuoco on Power 98.5. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. So you and I were just talking about the metaverse and I had to have word with it. And, uh, you know, we're right on track. We're going strong and you're here with us today. And I'm very excited that, you know, Marcos brought us together with a lot that was recently discussed in your interview that you had with him with Digital Journal. Uh, Bring us up to date exactly because you you're very young um and if you tell us that you're not young i'm gonna have to call bs on that because you look <laughs> like you're 24 having had done 10 years worth of work well i appreciate the compliment and uh, you know the older i get the uh the older i'm feeling but uh all right i'll stick with the 25 year old book and, <laughs> and live, in the, live in the mid 30 year old body i mean i'm fine with it as long as the facade is looking good and functioning then, then i think we're doing something right so um, yeah, chatted with Marcos and him and I linked up and discussed uh, a few projects of mine, some in the past and some that were just uh, about to air. And it was a fantastic interview and great getting to know him a little bit better. And then him segueing you and I uh, introducing ourselves to each other. And then here we are at this moment. You know, what's keeping you timeless, uh, Clayton, is, you know, I know you grew up in North Vancouver uh, in British Columbia. Maybe time stands still up there. 
Uh, to be honest with you, I think it's very gray and cloudy up here. So the, the sunshine hasn't weathered me yet. It's uh, we, we tend to uh, we, we rust, we don't can up in Vancouver. Um, beautiful city in the summer, but definitely a little dreary throughout the fall and the winter. But you get a large amount of, of different weather patterns. And in the wintertime, you can very well go ski, snowboard, and then go down the mountain and go kayak or go fishing, you know, right in, right in all in one day and a short time traveled. So it's a, it's a beautiful place to grow up. It's, it's changing a lot, but maybe that's what keeps me young is the lack of sunshine. It definitely keeps me uh, pale, that's for sure. <laughs> well, there's a thing called self-tan, so you can always preserve your skin that way. But if you uh, want to get a little bit color, but other than that, you look fantastic. Now, I appreciate that. Thank you. My- <laughs> no, go ahead. Well, I was just saying, uh, I, no, I, my, my wife was uh, on the self-panel this morning, and I don't think it went so well, but she Uh-oh. killed me for saying that out loud, but hey, it's out <laughs> of the universe now, so well, the consequences later. Well, do your best, help her out to hide any streaks, but it, you know what, for what it's worth, we don't know what it looks like, so even though you told us about time when we see her, <laughs> I guarantee she's going to have it perfect. Exactly, exactly. She'll do the groundwork, and then I'll get her to jump on over and give me a little spray tan. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> um, tell us more, like you were talking about sports. Is hockey still your go-to? Um, and are you still involved in playing sports or, or hockey, or have you transitioned more into snowboarding or something else? I mean, I've, I've kind of done it all since I was a kid, living right below one of the main mountains in Vancouver. Um, like I've mentioned before, you get sort of the variety of everything growing up. Uh, doing winter sports and, and mountain biking. And then hockey was always kind of my go-to being a good old Canadian kid. Um, I just transitioned into being a hockey goalie around 10 after playing for a little bit. And I stuck with it for probably about 13 years after. Um, and then just took a little bit of a break from mountain biking and, and, and skiing and snowboarding. And then finally kind of just got back into everything a few years ago. But we moved to Los Angeles, um, so I didn't take my, my goalie equipment with me and, and left my mountain bike and a few other things. So still on a bit of a hiatus from it, but looking forward to get, getting back to it. Um, as soon as the weather kind of picks up here, mountain biking will start to, the mountain bike season will start again, and then just trying to play some pickup hockey because uh, that's the best kind of cardio we can do right now as opposed to just, for me, running on a treadmill gets a little uh, you know repetitive, I guess. So getting puck shot at my head is always a, a better way to go to be a hockey goalie. Mm, well, here's the beautiful thing, and I'm looking at, at your photo in your recent article uh, that was with Marcos on January 16th. You still have your teeth. Yeah, I think as being a goalie, because you have a full-face a full face helmet, then you don't get punched in the face <laughs> much, or uh, you don't get too many pucks to the, to, the, to the face. I know a few buddies over the years that have definitely uh, had to get some filler teeth and lost a couple over the years from either... Uh, the old, the old tilted, what they call tilting, or uh, or the fights, or just uh, you know bad puck to the face. But even as goalies, I mean, you have all the protective equipment, but you definitely suffer some injuries. Um, skates and pucks and sticks tend to find their way past the equipment. So I've had knee, knee issues and and you know uh, big, big bruises on the collarbone and all that kind of stuff. But it was always a really fun sport. I was always drawn to the stuff that kind of had the flashier equipment. Um, so the pads and the, the helmets, the custom helmets and same thing with mountain biking. It was the downhill racing that kind of drew me in, um, again, with the flashier equipment, uh, I guess I, uh, like to look flashy. I don't know. <laughs> You've never had like disco dislocated, like, uh, shoulders or 
Nothing. Oh, yeah. oh you have. Oh, yeah, like Mel Gibson in uh, Lethal Weapon, you know, when he slams his shoulder yeah. and kept dislocating it. That was, uh, I had probably about three years of dislocations on my uh, my glove side, so my left-hand side. It got to a point where I'd go to high-five a teammate or something like that, and my shoulder would just basically fall out of its socket. Um, so I ended up, yeah, I ended up getting surgery for that. Um, long road to recovery. It's not exactly the same anymore, but it doesn't dislocate, knock on wood, so... Um, yeah, there's a lot of play, hockey players have a lot of shoulder and knee issues just based on the, uh, the type of sport it is. I have to say, like, we all know sports is huge when it comes to people who gamble. But I see, you know, across the board, whether it's a hobby, Clayton, or whether it's professional or both, you know, just like you shared, it's dangerous. You go in there, you may not come back out the same. And not many do. Like, how often do people, when you're doing it over and over and over again, especially professionally, do you, as you walk in, you come back out as mint and, and you know, put together? Um, it, it's just, wow. I just can't even think about the fact of what goes through your mind to get in the ring, get in, you know, on the court to do what you do. And not even think about, and I'm not saying you don't, but just the idea to where if I'm standing in front of a hockey ring and I'm watching all of you out there skating around or doing what you're doing, I know I'm not going to come back out if I play a game with you without getting really (laughs) banged up and ending up on a stretcher going out. So I know to keep my ass out of there. Well, I think that any hockey goalie uh, can definitely agree with me that we're all a little bit off. And uh, I'm a bit of a trifecta being an only child, a hockey goalie, and an actor. So when it comes down to the thoughts of the repercussions or the, uh, you know, the, the, the worry about coming out on skate, I think that I've, I threw that out the window a few years ago. Now that I, I'm, you know, transitioning and getting up there in, in my age, which I won't mention because before I don't want to get in trouble again, like we agreed upon. But um yeah, definitely. Things are more calculated now, but I, I still ride mountain bikes with less equipment than I did when I was a teenager and ride a, almost the same amount of stuff. And hockey goalies, I mean, it's always going to be the same. You're standing in front of pucks and trying to just, you know, keep the puck out of the net and win the game for the team. So, yeah, I don't know. It's always, uh, always just drawn to it, I guess. A bit, of a, a bit of the adrenaline and the testosterone or whatever it is. But I don't follow sports as much as I used to. Um, I just uh, still like to play them, though. Now, do you have children, or are you planning to have kids? Yeah, I mean, you know, the uh, the fun part is planning and, and trying and, and hopefully making a child. But uh, my wife and I have just been transitioning from uh, Vancouver, and then we are in Los Angeles, and then COVID changed that, so we moved back to Vancouver. Still trying to figure out where we're going to end up, if we're going to head back to Los Angeles or wherever we're going, so... We're sort of in the, the stages of, of all that, you know, the romance and all that stuff is there, but uh, nothing yet. No, no, no children yet, but we, we do want kids for sure. We have a dog that we uh, basically treat like a child, so um, we got a little bit of fulfillment there, but we're working on it. You're going to make a great dad, guaranteed. And here's the thing, you're going to be able to live vicariously through your children um, or child, depending on how many you end up having. Who knows? You may end up with twins. I wouldn't doubt. I can see you having twins. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I mean, being an only child, uh, both my wife and I kind of always talk about, uh, you know, how many kids, and I'm fine with having one, 
but at the same time, I, I, I have a stepbrother, stepsister. Uh, the dynamics there were always fun. Um, and I actually helped raise my little cousin from the time he was born. He's turning 16 this month. So um, I've taught him how to shave. We're teaching him how to drive, you know, how to ride a bike. And it's been one of the most fulfilling things in my life is to, to spend time with him and be the male influence, like a male mentor uh, in his life because he kind of grew up with the same situation that I did. Um, single mom, only child. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's really fulfilling. So I'm really beyond excited to be a dad at some point in time. Um, I guess it's just a matter of when the universe feels I'm ready. Within all that you are doing, you've got, and as I have here, two most recent projects. All right. So back on January 16th, I read about you having a project, Don't Forget I Love You. This was on a Hallmark channel. Then we have another project of Love and Where to Find It, the movie premiere that was just uh, debuted where I watched it on February 12th. Do you want to start with Don't Forget I Love You? Yeah, I mean, we had filmed that in my hometown in Vancouver. Um, there's a beautiful landmark scene on this uh, Capilano suspension bridge that uh, it just kind of really encapsulates the, you know, the, the, the Pacific Northwest and, and, and the north of, of the beauty of the, the greenery, the trees, the mountains, uh, you know, the, the beautiful river running below it. Um, and then it just turned into a really fun scene between me and Amelia um, where our two characters basically start out um, I had just moved into the neighborhood and she had been established across the street. Um, I have, I am a, a single father. And so I'm moving in, she waves at me. I kind of stumble over some boxes and we progressively build a friendship from there. Um, our two characters kind of basically help each other get over, um, certain fears and anxieties. I'm a little bit more gung ho and a little bit more like, let's just face your fears. And her mom actually had left her a time capsule. Um, for her to start, um, you know, uh, working on her fears and getting over these fears and anxieties. And my character is more internalizes his fears and anxieties. So the two of them kind of work together throughout the film to uh, complement one another. Um, and and just, it's a really fun film, really heartfelt. And a lot of people that have watched it had said it was quite relatable to uh, dealing with anxiety and, and dealing with a little bit of um, hesitancy to, to face you know, things that you're afraid of, um, whether it's just falling in love again or whether it's just having an adventure, um, doing sporadic things. So it was a really fun, heartfelt film to, to, to do. And the cast and crew were, were really, uh, really great to work with. I, I had known a lot of them just being a Vancouver actor, um, which is kind of two degrees of separation because uh, everybody knows everybody. It's small enough and everybody's been in this industry for quite a long time. So um, it's always nice to walk on set and see familiar faces that you're super excited to work with again. I'm going to play a clip from there. It's like a time capsule? Dear Taylor, complete all six challenges in these envelopes. Get to know someone new. Hi! Hey! He's a new neighbor. Mm. Hmm. Think I could probably help you with that challenge. I don't know if I can do this. You can do it. Last one. Tell someone you love them. Don't forget I love you on Hallmark. You look incredible in there. <laughs> CGI. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you do. You well, look amazing. CGI. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Um, what was uh, between the two? And let me see here. 
All right, so I'm I'm loving going over my notes and information here because I'd like to know exactly to stay abreast of what we're going to cover and what we're going to talk about. Um, you also, James stars as Adam in the short film Dominic Chord, where he plays a closeted country music star opposite Sean Pogue, if I'm saying his last name correctly, who portrays Brian. Yeah, I believe that's correct, yeah. Thank you. Hey, give myself five stars. <laughs> um, sometimes I like, please, I like think in my head, let me get this right the first time when I'm pronunciating something. Um, Dominic Cord was written, directed, and produced by Jeremy Leroux. It was filmed mm-hmm. on location in Maple Ridge, British Columbia, Canada. This was unexpected. Um, tell us a little bit about this because this is very different from roles that you normally have. Yeah, I mean, I was approached by by Jeremy um, after I had auditioned for the film, and I, I know that you know as a young as a younger actor working on your craft, um, things can be a little bit intimidating when you want to really bring truth and reality to a situation. Um, and having not played a character of that community prior, I really wanted to make sure that I did my due diligence and, and brought truth to it because. Um, you know, I, I feel it was such a beautiful story and, and it being very personal for Jeremy coming from a country singing background, but feeling like he couldn't really get to where he wanted to and being told that he couldn't really get it to where he wanted to being, um, unfortunately in the closet and, and hiding, um, having to feel like he was hiding from his true self. So, um, it was, it was, you know, Jeremy was very passionate about it. And I know there was a little bit of hesitancy in the beginning, just hoping that we could bring and emulate love and the passion between two male characters um, on this on the screen. And Sean and I have known each other for a long, long time. We're both actually hockey goalies. And um, Jeremy's partner, Andre, is a hockey goalie. So we have this little camaraderie. But, uh, you know, we should just... Sean and I basically had approached it that it's just a passion and, and a love between two people. It doesn't matter sexuality and, 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 and just the fact that, you know, Sean and I both don't understand that world per se being straight males um but gravitating towards just the love and respect and and that you can have for somebody and then feeling that being taken away from you uh having to choose your art form or having to choose your your uh, career and finding that sort of an internal struggle um in that so that was definitely the first time that i had ever experienced a male male chemistry on on camera um and on set and i yeah, I mean, it was a beautiful thing regardless. I, I'm very blessed to be raised in a family with a lot of uh, family members in the LGBTQ community and a lot of friends that I grew up with. So that loving sort of chemistry between Sean and I didn't really change in my mind. It was just two people who really cared about each other. Um, and then the short film really had a lot of firepower to it. And I'm really hoping that it turns into a feature. But uh it was a very great experience, and 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 I definitely would would love to have the opportunity to play the role uh, in a feature film, or even just that type of role again to um, grow as an actor and just to feel, you know, not restricted. The fact that it's just chemistry between two people it doesn't again for me it doesn't really matter if that's the same male male, male or or you know what I'm what I'm trying to say is it, it's uh, it was just a lovely experience. And the way you express that, Clayton, you would be perfect for that. And I will say to you the authenticity and how uh, genuine 
you were in that moment when you shared that with us. Um, I felt it. And I look forward to you having more roles in that way because truly as a man that's heterosexual, you're going to have a family one day. You've got a, a family already, a, a child already more specifically, uh, you know, your dog, but you know, we know you're going to have kids overall and all you are the energy and the type of person and spirit and soul in this world. That's really going to help, uh, people and, uh, to really, um, reflect on be able to not even think or to see past titles and judgment uh, to really go into of who that person is and what you've done with this role. Um, I'm looking forward to watching it. I'm going to go online. I I definitely want to see it. And with that being said, I want to go ahead and play this clip. Dominic Cord starring Clayton James. You wanted to play in the big leagues? Well, now you are. The label pours millions into your career. They want to protect their investment. Hey, we have here a couple of homos. Don't call me that. Adam, it's what you are. And just because you can go out on stage and, and play pretend doesn't change that. Not for a second. And you could do so much good right now but just being honest. And that was Adam Charles with his breakout hit, Tequila Talking. Now nominated for multiple CMAs, including single, male vocalist, and... I would like to add to this, Clayton, and I don't know what your experience is like in the industry. I know the mindset is very different at times in other countries than here in the U.S. And you would think within the United States, there would be a lot more acceptance and inclusion and especially when it comes to LGBT, and there really is not. What really strikes me, and if you decide that you would like to share on this point, which you don't have to, I just would like to bring it up, is I just don't understand, especially now in 2022, understanding of all the films, uh, the insight, the testimony, the true stories from Young children, I recently read a story about this uh, 12-year-old boy out of Utah. saw it on a friend's Facebook post, and um, he had committed suicide because of bullying. Um, there was a young black girl um, who committed suicide out of Utah because of bullying. What's really amazing, and to my point, I just do not understand especially being 48, I'll be turning 48 in April, why is the thought in entertainment that gay does not sell? And I'm going to tell you, it's something I've heard. I've mentioned this on other shows when topics come up, and it's something I'm not going to not ask as to why this mindset is there. And it's not something I'm going to stop bringing up only because I do understand why agents, why management, why agencies, why, you know, maybe producers or directors uh, and casting agents are looking for certain things for certain projects. And I understand it. But one thing that cannot change to the fact to where the majority of roles, the majority of television is based on heterosexual identification. 
And I have presented talent to casting agents. I've presented talent that more specifically, Clayton, are very, very heterodominant in their way of who they are as a person. It's their personality. You would never know they were either gay or closeted or bi, but maybe something stood out and I've been asked, um, you know, are they completely straight? Have it? And these are questions I've been asked behind the scenes. And Mm -hmm. what I don't understand is why does it matter if the person is is bisexual or they're looking to find themselves and and maybe the reason why they want to cast for one of these shows is because they haven't had the opportunity to really find a healthy relationship in dating. We all know what it's like to date online to to try to meet mm-hmm. somebody on apps and things like that that I've always said why not get on a, a dating show on Netflix or on Apple or on a major network or something like that? It could open up a better way for a person to sort out because I think it could be the closest thing as the way we used to do it when we were younger as a blind date. So why not bypass mm-hmm. all that minutia, have fun, go on a network television or a streaming platform scripted or unscripted show and hopefully meet someone and then more importantly find out who you are and then be able to share that to help somebody else but it doesn't always go like that they want to know are you gay or are you straight and here is the role that we want and there really is no leniency for lgbt actors or actresses to really submit to anything that's heterodominant because Mm -hmm. they don't want that still they don't want the idea that you could be anything outside of hetero. Do you have a thought on that? Yeah, I mean, I, I constantly think that we just put people in boxes. And I think that for so long, we just have to quickly make up an assumption. They have to be either this, this, or that. Um, to touch base on, on your fitness, the Facebook post that you read, my little cousin took her own life at 12 years old. Now, she was, you know, bullied and she was just, a beautiful young soul who obviously was in so much pain and <clears throat> sorry. Um, Take your time. You know, it's, it's just really, it was really hard to see very, very firsthand um, to see that. And I was picked on a lot as a, as a, as a kid, you know, um, in the hockey locker room, it's the same kind of thing. There's always, you know, name calling derogative, you know, masculine sounding, uh, um, men, but are really doing these erotic homoerotic things. I don't know if that's the correct term, but like, I, I feel like we're not really built to be just put in the box, whether you're, you know, to be identified as just straight, just bisexual, just gay, uh, just, you know, trans, all these kind of things. And yet, like you said, there's still people just trying to label people as one thing. And yet, you know, uh, young males hug and kiss their father. Um, I, you know, same thing with the mothers and daughters. And, and just because, you know, that dynamic is different. It doesn't, you know, I, I tell every, every friend of mine at the end of every phone call that I love them, all my guy friends, and they say it back. And, you know, some people might view that as being soft or weak or something like that, but these are my best friends and, and people I consider my family and my, and my brothers. Um, you know, and even just treating other people with respect, it doesn't, it shouldn't really matter your sexual preference. You know, and it's very 
hard to see even Florida still going backwards. Um, I, I need to read up a bit more on it, but I know they just are trying to pass a bill about outing um, people in that community. And like you had said, it's like we're living in 2022 where people should just be able to be themselves and, and be free. And I feel like there's every time there's some, some progression that seems like it's being made, um, then, you know, certain places are taking it 10 steps back and trying to reverse it and, and stomp out this progress. Um, you know, it's, it's really hard to see. And every time that I feel like there's hope for my friends in that community and even just humanity in general to be able to just love and who you want and be who you are and not feel judged or put into a box or having people bully you online, you know, it's, it's really, it's, it's heart wrenching, um, that it's still continuing and that even, even the, the Texas abortion laws that women are still being able to be told how they should treat their bodies or what they should be able to do with their bodies by a, a, a male that the only reason he's even on this earth was because the woman has raised him and, and taken care of him, kind of destroyed her body to, to have this child and raise this child. And then he can stand up there and say, well, women are not, women shouldn't be allowed to, to, have abortions and we should tell them what to do with their body it's just so mind-boggling um in regards to people going on dating shows if if, if that's going to give somebody the platform to feel comfortable in their own skin and and discover who they are then yeah i mean i'm i'm i encourage any anytime somebody can settle in their own skin i mean it's taken me 35 years to feel a little bit more comfortable in my own skin you know and that's taken a lot of work and i'm not trying to take that away from other people going through worse, but you know, I've had a had to have a lot of self discoveries over the years. Um, and I just don't think that loving somebody, you know, should just be put in such a box and, and people really should be able to be with whoever they want and be who, who they want and not feel ashamed or afraid. And we should have to teach the younger generation that education for the younger generation is going to carry forward into bettering this world to being, to giving people a safer community and to not have a cyber bullying online and people, taking their lives at such a young age. I mean, it's, uh, it all starts with education and leading with empathy, I think. And I know I'm rambling a little bit, but I hope that I'm touching base on something from, from my views that I just feel, and I side with you on this one, that we should just really be treating each other with respect and not be putting these glasses on to put people in boxes and just assuming that people should be one way or another because that's not the case. I, you know, it's just, we're not built that way. In a statement that you had made for advice for hopefuls in acting, honestly, Clayton, before I read this, do you believe in your experience and in your world for what you know of best? Do you believe change is happening or do you believe that there is a lot more that we need to have breakthroughs to stop putting the rose color glasses on, stop boxing people in? Where are we at in your perception, in your reality, is it getting better? I think that it is getting better, but again, it's like crabs in the bucket. You know, every time someone starts to gravitate and move up, people are pulling other people down and that's in the world in general. But I see my friends in uh, the LGBTQ communities progressing. I see them being able to post who they are on social media, being able to celebrate them amongst that community. Um, I feel like the voices are being amplified um, and fighting against racism and lack of diversity in, in, in all aspects. There should definitely be a lot more done. You know, I don't want to get too far into what's happening in the world right now, but the fact that we're still 
having war in 2022 is, I mean, it's obviously had been happening since the dawn of time, uh, but looking around and everything that's going on in the world, there still needs to be a lot more done by people in power. Um, and that is com- that comes down to representation in, in film and television. That comes down to representation in government, um, in people's communities, and, and all sorts of that, whether it's climate change and all that kind of stuff. You know, we, change is happening, but I, I feel like we really need to, as a community, band together and start fighting for what the, 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 the truth is in things and fight for the things that are, are, are the most important in humanity uh, in the world. I appreciate that. (laughs) It does. It makes total sense. Advice for hopefuls in acting for young and inspiring actors. James said, honestly, it's a journey and a long game. Don't get down and discouraged in yourself. You are your own worst enemy. Get into a really good class. And as you progress in life, get into therapy because this business can be very lonely and daunting at times. It can take a toll on your mental state. So be gentle with yourself and always be supportive. Yes, yeah, like yes, yes, yes. Perfectly expressed, Clayton. Yeah, I mean, I battle with, mental health issues every single day and anxiety and, and all that stuff. And I just, I have to be gentle with myself and, you know, a, a good sort of um, thing that I've been working on is just, re- you know, reinforcements in the morning. And it, it's not an egotistical thing. It's just small little things, paying yourself compliments. And, and, you know, in the acting industry, it is very daunting. You see a lot of other people progressing faster than you, but then there's also people who wish they were progressing as fast as you. Um, and it, it, it's a business at the end of the day. It's a beautiful, fun, ar- artistic uh, industry, but it's a business and a lot of it's out of your control. And if you want to aspire to be in this for the long game, then, then really you do have to be gentle with yourself and you do have to take care of yourself and you're going to have to find whatever means, you know, whether it's working a, a job that you m- might not necessarily like to sustain acting. I mean, you read Brian Cranston's book and look at all the odd jobs he took to, to keep surviving as an actor. And I've, I've worked many odd jobs in my life and some I've loved, some I've, I've hated, but you got to kind of do what you got to do to, to keep acting. And again, if you're passionate about anything in life, keep pursuing it and keep pursuing it. You like, if we're looking at the way the world's going right now, life is so, flying by so fast and life is so precious and so short that you should live every day like it's your last. So if you want to do something, by all means, do it. You know, as long as it's not hurting anybody, but if it's, if it's a passion of yours or you have a goal or anything like that, then don't keep delaying it. Just, just make it happen and, and take the risks. You know, my mom, when I was 21 said, I don't really think you should get into acting. You know, I have a lot of patients who have struggled and, and, and I saw that and I understand that it is, it is a hard business. But, you know, I've lost a lot of very important people in my life. And I, I just, I think that you just really have to take every day and, and, and just treat it like, it, it's silly as a cliche as it sounds, but your last day and, and enjoy it because there's so many things going on in the world and there's so many other people that wish they were in your position, whether you think that's true or not. There are other people in the world that would love to have the opportunity to still be breathing on this earth. And if you wake up and you're healthy and you're moving forward in your life, well, you're, you're doing really well for yourself. <laughs> 
I agree. And at the end of the article, there was a, a topic about success. And you had defined the word success, Clayton, as success is more about the journey and the process as opposed to the items or the financial gains that you get from it. For me, success is how comfortable you are with yourself. And if you are achieving your goals, also success is loving yourself more and being comfortable with yourself more. I'm successful in my journey of growth. For 35, you know yourself well. I I was very lucky to be raised by a single mom who led, who lead life with empathy and always talk about you know, are, are being open with each other and, and trying to grow. Um, you know, growing up was, we didn't have everything. We had, you know, I was a single mom on a, on a, a decent salary, but I, my mom gave me everything that she, she could and she sacrificed so much for me. And I, I try my best to, to, you know, take care of myself, but also just lead, lead, lead in life with, with taking care of others. And even if it's just, you know, politely asking somebody how their day is or just smiling at somebody and all the little things, they do add up throughout everything. And again, success just can't be defined as materialistic things. It has to be your success is self-growth or your success is, hey, I took my first acting class. Well, that's successful. Hey, I, I you know, I, I went and signed up for that, that uh, fencing class or, you know, I decided to take a painting workshop or those are all successes. You know, your, your, your achievements in life can't just be viewed as one end goal um because it's not how life works and in 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 my mind a manager actually in la had asked me you know what's my plan in life and i had said well you know i want to maybe get here and here and here and he goes well what about approaching life with a philosophy and i said well what do you mean he goes well life is always going to throw different things at you life is always going to change and if you have plans well your plans are always going to change but if you have a philosophy that you stand by and that you have concrete you know in your life and something you, you lead by, well, that is pliable. That is always going to be able to take whatever's being thrown at you, but still going to stay concrete within yourself. Um, and that's sort of what I've tried to discover over the last little while. I was like, what's my philosophy in life and what do I want out of it? Um, so, yeah. <laughs> Did you get everything you want out of life or are you still feeling that you have much more you need to do, honestly. I, I feel like I just want to continue sort of just giving people some advice, whether it's close friends or whether it's people listening to this interview, you know, if I could just speak my truth um, of my sort of growth path, like my growth um, and stuff that I've gone through. And if that speaks to anybody um, and that helps them throughout their day or change anything in their lives, then, you know, I want to continue that. If I look back in my life and someone's like, if you're going to, you, you know, you're gone tomorrow. Have you had a great life? Yes. I've had a fantastic life. Um, I wallowed too long in, in thinking about the things that I didn't have. And that was again, a part of reflecting and, and looking at my, and my self growth. But you know, my mom gave me everything that she could in her power to give me a great life. And, and, you know, we didn't, I had used sports equipment. I had hand-me-downs, all that kind of stuff. But, you know, I still have had such an amazing experience in life and, um, you know, I want to continue and I want to continue growing for myself and sharing that with other people, um, if it helps them in any way. And so, yeah, I mean, I want to continue, but at the same time, like I've, I've lived a fantastic life and I'm very blessed and very thankful to be at the point that I'm at right now. 
Which brings us to your new successful film, Love and Where to Find It. And and this goes, it, it's just, this followed just so perfectly within this, Clayton. And I really want to thank you for the transparency and, and your honesty and everything that you are touching upon. And it really is making a difference. Um, so for those of you that are tuning in, that are listening from here and all throughout the world, I want to thank you. Uh, we're not closing out. I just want to give a quick thank you for really staying true and staying very, um, very committed and loyal uh, to Power 98.5 Satellite Radio, live on air with Stephen Cuoco. I'm very honored to have uh, people uh, like Clayton James on the show here on Power 98.5, where Clayton, this is always going to be home to you no matter what's going on whatever you want to talk about there, you know, you don't always need a film to have to come on. I really want you to know that you are more than welcome to reach out to me anytime uh, to promote, to have discussion, to share, no matter what it is. Uh, this truly means a lot to me. And uh, I really want to, once again, thank the listeners um, that are here with us today this episode will re-air. I'm going to, so today's Monday, I'm going to have this episode air uh, for the rest of the week. Uh, so you can uh, check it out at 2 p.m. Eastern time. Um, it's going to be aired Tuesday and Wednesday, but check on Power98.5 at power985.com. There is a broadcast schedule there um, and you'll be able to know when, uh, Clayton James, when his interview with me uh, will be airing in your time zone. Uh, now, where I'm like really excited because this just really segued very, very well. Uh, love and where to find it. Before I play the trailer, would you like to tell us what your experience is like or was like for this film? And where where does your heart sit with this out of, we just covered, the, now this is going to be the third film. Uh, but all three are very different. And I feel and believe that your role in who you are, Clayton, of how you um, really delved into the character, you allowed yourself to shine through and to come through. But I don't feel that you really played a character. I believe what you've done is you've gifted the embodiment of an identity and you just brought forth a gift that's within yourself to identify um, whether you could personally, professionally, or otherwise, you were able to step into these identities, into these people uh, within these films and deliver uh, in a way that's just very, very real, but without questioning who you are. It's just, it's just true. I don't even want to call it acting. It's just true connection. You just really know how to mm -hmm. connect with the people that you are presenting on these projects. Well, I really appreciate that. That's a, it's a very a lot, a lot of very nice compliments, and I really appreciate that. Um, yeah, I mean, again, it's just it's just connecting and and, and not even playing a, a version of something or anything like that just finding truth in, in the script and, and then bringing sort of myself to it. And, uh, this film was, was, was really fun to play. It was, you know, it's a romantic comedy and there's a lot of 
fun little moments between myself and, and the other characters. Um, and there's self-growth in this, from, from this character as well, you know. Um, so, yeah, it was... Uh, and then factor in the, trying to find truth in, in online dating and, and uh, connecting with somebody via a screen, it does go to show you in this film that we kind of interpret the way that we want to interpret it. Um, and that might not necessarily always be the case, that, uh, that it works out to be that way. But um, this is really interesting. The online dating thing, um, and having done it myself a little bit prior, um, it's, like, it's like almost like reading a book. We interpret things the way that we want to interpret them via the screen and text, uh, whether it's through the pictures. And um, it's very interesting. It's very interesting how humanity has gotten to that point of, of social interaction. Um, and so the film sort of brings light to some of the comedic sides and the heartfelt sides of it, of, of online dating and uh, dating through a, a dating app. Love and Where to Find It, the official trailer starring Clayton James. Good morning, guys. The usual? My grandma used to say, there's a lid for every pot. That is certainly not my lid. This guy looks good. I think I'm in love. What? With who? Message him. You have to do it for me. I'm not good at messaging. You know that. Be me for me. I'm thinking about Take me to the finish line, coach. <laughs> I'll get you a date. I'm baking right now. I have the biggest sweet tooth. Those delicious. He seems great. You're going to like him. This is becoming a Vic. They could put us out of business. We look forward to serving you. Do you care how your presence here might affect small businesses? The line inside speaks for itself. I just met the owner of the new Vic. You did not say that he was cute. Didn't notice. I'm at the risk of losing my business. Tell yourself you are capable of anything. I reread the messages. She seems more right for you. You sure? You don't want to date him? It was just texting. You again. I'm spying on my friend. I'm here for a friend, too. This world is very, very small. Turns out spying on our friends can be surprisingly fun. I imagine I'll be seeing even more of you now. Sorry about that. I'm so glad you guys could come with us. Hopefully we can hang out again, all four of us. Perfect day to volunteer. Looks like he could just fall asleep in your arms. Do you like him? Can't reconcile with the fact that this guy who I enjoy spending time with is the reason I might be going out of business. If we'd met under different circumstances. Not how the cards fell. I asked Jonah to write the messages for me. So Lena and Jonah did all the talking for us? Are you thinking what I'm thinking? Is you? Every single message. Love and where to find it. You, you, you can watch this live on Up TV. Up TV is a US based streaming platform. I just recently found out about Up TV uh, because of Clayton, and it is located here in the States. And Up TV is all about playing and. Uh, delivering the best content for inspirational um, films and inspirational and positive um, stories. So really, you know, head over to your app, go download up TV. I'm really impressed by this platform. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, it's uh, unfortunately we're, we're a little bit limited up in Canada, but uh, a lot of great positive reviews on that movie, and it was just, it was again really fun to film, and I hope people can tune into it airing when it's airing and, and get to enjoy it as well. Clayton, before we head on out, is there anything else that you would like to share with us? I know you did tell me, but isn't there a Christmas movie you're going to be part of this year? Yeah, looking forward to it. Uh, I just got the news that I'll be joining uh, a, a new Christmas movie uh, production that I will be starting to film next week. I don't really know too much about it, but uh, I look forward to seeing a script, and I, I really hope that uh, on the final product that people tune in and during the Christmas holidays, and uh, I look forward to what it brings and, and new experiences and look forward to what people get to get to see the final product uh, when it comes out. And I'll definitely send you a message and let you know, and then I'll definitely... Uh, uh, post about it so that people can tune in once it's uh, once it has an air date yeah well here's the thing keep me posted because i'm gonna pay attention of what's going on what you're doing on instagram i know uh at marcos will be right on that he will definitely uh have something for <laughs> yeah. you for that christmas movie and uh clayton who would you like to give a shout out to uh my mom I don't know. She uh, doesn't get enough credit, to be honest with you. Right now, she's balancing between taking care of my grandfather in the hospital and then taking care of uh, a family friend's mom. And she just deserves a little a little kickback. So shout out to my mom. Always just juggling everybody else's life. And uh, I hope that you could keep, 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 keep taking care of yourself and, and uh, I don't know, keep doing what you're doing. She's a, she's a fantastic woman and my hero. What's your mom's name? Kim. Kim? Big shout out to Kim. You've raised an amazing son uh, who's doing great things, very open-minded. Heterosexual that's open-minded is going to raise great children when he's ready to have them. However, he's raising a, a dog that I'm sure I wouldn't mind babysitting. And I definitely <laughs> am looking forward to you posting uh, what the final results of your wife's self-tan looks like online. Yeah, I got to snap a photo like she's not looking, that's for sure. <laughs> I'll get in trouble, but why not? It'll be worth it. Where would you like everyone to connect to you? Is it Instagram, TikTok, all the above? Where's the hot spot for everything and all things Clayton James? Uh, that would have to be Instagram. I'm still learning how to use Twitter, and I'm still trying to figure out TikTok. Uh, so um, someday soon, I'm sure I'll be able to put myself on, on TikTok and create some good content but instagram is is um a home away from home for social media perfect clayton thank you for joining us today it's been a super honor you've got a lot of really great films uh for us to watch and to really become more involved more embodied into the support of what you're doing and what you're delivering when it comes to true professional performance uh as an actor as a, a facilitator to help people really see the bigger picture of inclusion and acceptance across the board in everything that you do and being very inspiring and also being part of projects on up TV. We've got a lot to look forward uh, to see you uh, here and all over the place. I would love to attend any one of your uh, premieres, film premieres and man, that up TV. I'm super, super impressed. So I hope you do a lot more films with that network. 
me as well, and you'll definitely be getting those invites. So, uh, so stay, stay, stay posted, and we'll get a couple of uh, red carpet suits, and we'll uh, we'll stroll the red carpet for sure. <laughs> Thank you, Clayton. Clayton, hold the line. Um, stay with us. Uh, you and I'll have a little bit of a chat. Um, after we close out here on Power 98.5, I want to thank everyone for tuning in with actor Clayton James. Uh, remember, go to go to his social medias. He's going to be building on his TikTok, but Instagram is the go-to. Uh, you can catch this episode at 2 p.m. Eastern on Tuesday and Wednesday, and I will have it throughout the week. So go to Power 98.5 Satellite Radio's new webpage at power985.com. There is a broadcast schedule there. And keep in mind, you can now live instant message while we are on air, uh, whether it's DJ Walter doing his live, you know, DJ performances, uh, any interviews uh, with myself, uh, new hit show, Let Me Tell You at Lady T, uh, host Terelia Hoskins. She's doing incredible stuff, great things as a nutritionist to give golden tips and insights into supplementation and foods and the key gem, especially with all of the stress that so many people are under, how to boost your sex drive. So ladies and gents, if you want to have all the best of information to know the latest and greatest in health and wealth when it comes to your body and embodiment, especially in this day and age, and on points that Clayton touched on of you know where we're at in the world and where things need to be better, definitely start at home, start with your body, start with what you're putting into your mouth. So let me tell you what Lady T is live on Sundays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern. Thank you again for tuning in to Live On Air with Stephen Cuoco. I'm your host. Have a most successful week.